Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Biggest questions for week 16, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. For those of you still listening, I hope that means you're playing for a spot in your fantasy championship because why else would you be here except to hear our lovely voices? And we're going to help you set your lineups for week 16 and get you ready to put together the best lineup possible. And Heath, we're going to start with a guy who really has been one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy all season, even though a lot of people have continued to doubt him. And the question is, is there any reason to doubt Brock Purdy in Week 16 against the toughest matchup for a quarterback in fantasy football, the Baltimore Ravens, who have allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, a league-low 12 passing touchdowns? Are you are you considering sitting Brock Purdy? They've only allowed three quarterbacks all season long to score more than 18 fantasy points. Um, I, I think there is one league where I am I am sitting Brock Purdy, and it illustrates a point. Most people don't have Brock Purdy and nobody else. He sure, was not yeah. drafted to be a top 10 quarterback, so you absolutely could be sitting Brock Purdy. I'm sitting him for Patrick Mahomes, which seems kind of silly based on their production this season, but Mahomes is facing the Raiders and Purdy's facing the Ravens. And so, yes, he's, he's QB9 for me. So probably starting him, but not mustard. I, I keep trying to not rank Patrick Mahomes as a top five quarterback because you and I have a similar process right. where we do a projection and it's based on recent historical data. And the thing with Patrick Mahomes is even in his bad season, uh-huh. if you just give him like seven yards per attempt, which I believe is what he's averaging this season, which is right. a career low and like a 4.7% touchdown rate, which I believe is what he's at this season. He came out as QB4 for me this week. Right. And I don't want to rank him as QB4 well, because he hasn't been that good. Well, I, I think that's the qualifier for me. The reason I don't feel bad about it is I don't think I, I don't think he's been bad at all. He's had no. his wide receivers have the highest drop rate in NFL history for or the last 10 years for wide receivers. He threw two interceptions last week. Both of them first hit to both hands of the person he was throwing it to. So I just don't assume, I assume that's not going to continue happening. It might. It keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other side of that Ravens 49ers game. And with Keaton Mitchell out for the season with a torn ACL, what are your expectations for the Ravens backfield? They placed Keaton Mitchell on IR on Tuesday. They activated Melvin Gordon from the practice squad. What do you think that's going to look like? And do you actually want to start anyone there? I've got 15 carries and one target for Gus Edwards and seven carries and two or three targets for Justice Hill. 
most weeks, that would make Gus a low-end number two running back and Justice Hill a, a mid-flex, but they're facing the 49ers, which is also a terrible matchup. I do think this is maybe the greatest matchup we've ever had of defenses that have prevented fantasy points. <laughs> These two defenses are like top seven against three different positions, mm-hmm. um, including running back for the 49ers. So Ed- Edwards is a touchdown-dependent flex, and I don't want to start Hill. All right, let's move on to a wide receiver question. And we found out Tuesday what I've been assuming for most of the season, which is that Aaron Rodgers is not coming back from his ruptured Achilles. We also don't know what Zach Wilson's status for this Mm -hmm. week is because he is in the concussion protocol. We won't find that out until Wednesday at the earliest that we won't get a practice update. And Garrett Wilson has been better this year with Zach Wilson as his quarterback than with any of the other Jets options. So, are you actually considering sitting Garrett Wilson this week against, you know, you mentioned the, the world historically tough uh, defenses on the Ravens 49ers side. Well, the commanders are just leaving guys wide open 40 yards down the field routinely this yeah. season. Would you actually consider sitting Garrett Wilson this week? No, Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson fall into the same category for me that Patrick Mahomes does for you. I really came into this week thinking if it's Trevor Simeon, I do not want to start them. And they both ended up being ranked as almost must-start options. So I think Garrett Wilson's wide receiver 18 for me in the projections. I might move him down a couple of spots in the rankings because they're just guys behind him that I feel better about. But he's not going to be outside of my top 24. Would you start Garrett Wilson or Rasheed Rice? Uh, Rasheed Rice for sure. He's a top 15 wide receiver for me this week. Garrett Wilson or Amari Cooper? I've got Wilson higher right now. I'm trying to – it's really difficult. You talked about how we do our projections process. Mm -hmm. And do you use the Browns run-pass split historically under Kevin Stefanski or even this year under Kevin Stefanski or just Mm -hmm. the last three games with Joe Flacco? Because apparently every time they call a run, he just audibles and throws a pass. (laughs) Uh, what about on the other side of that game, Terry McLaurin or Garrett Wilson? They are back to back. I currently have Wilson one spot ahead of McLaurin. It's the opposite situations. I I want to like McLaurin better, but his matchup is a lot worse. All right. One more before we go, let's talk about the Colts running backs. We don't know if Zach Moss with his shoulder injury or Jonathan Taylor recovering from thumb surgery are going to play this week. So we'll have to see later on, but if they're not able to play, would you consider starting Trey Sermon or Tyler Goodson this week? They would be flexes, but the the talk around Moss has been pretty positive. Mm-hmm. So I'm I really I don't want to go make a huge priority or drop someone that I might care about for Goodson or Sermon on waivers, just because I think the odds of both Taylor and Moss missing are pretty low. But if they were both out, I would I think you'd have to view them both right around RB thirty range this week. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5 today. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more start-sit questions for Week 16. We'll see you then.